Welcome to the University of Michigan Dentistry Podcast Series, promoting oral health care worldwide. This is a demonstration of a technique for removing basement membrane from between ameloblastic and odontoblastic layers of tooth bud. It was developed by Dr. Harold Slavgen at the University of Southern California. And I've been, done some work here, and we're going to show the technique uh, on rabbit. It can also be done on mouse or on any rodent or mammal with continuous growing central incisor. The technique is very simple. It doesn't take very long to perform and we can start with killing the, sacrificing the animal. Here we're using a rat. We have a rat cage, or a rabbit. We have a rabbit cage, and the rabbit must be very well secured into this cage, which is done by pushing this plunger in the back. Now we have our ears both available, and we'll be using an injection of euthol solution into the ear vein on the distal side of the ear here. The solution kills the animal by constricting the heart terminally, and it works very rapidly. About two to three cc's is all that's required. First, it's a good idea to shave the hair and the fur away from the vein, massage it a bit, and then contract it very forcefully between your thumb and forefinger. Massage it a little more to make sure you've got plenty of blood up in there. And here we have it right here. The injection is made very, very close to the skin. Otherwise, you'll go through the vein. Okay. If you get bleeding like this out of the vein, you'll have to go to the opposite ear. This ear is no good for the injection any longer. It's too much of it will flow out, and the rabbit will die too slowly. So we'll go over to this ear where we've already shaved away the fur. Again, pinch the vein tightly. Massage it. Get the vessel up large. It's a good idea not to inject this into your finger. And slowly inject the solution after you've released the vein. If you inject too rapidly, you'll see solutions squirting out and possibly your needle like we just had happen. Or you'll see a large blister of the solution forming inside the animal's ear, just under the skin. I've injected about one cc of solution. The animal is pretty much dead right now. It's very rapid. It doesn't affect the embryos because it, the heart stops before any of it can disseminate through this placental barrier. Now we can take the animal out of the container and lay it in a dissection area.
All that's required, basically, for this technique is a couple of pairs of scissors. And you can have the embryos out and intact. Simply cut through the skin on the abdomen of the rabbit and cut a, make an incision centrally up the middle of the abdomen beneath the skin. But it's a good idea when you're making this incision not to go through the fascial layers beneath as you'll get hemorrhaging and you'll get a lot of this fur just laying around in your dissection which later on under the microscope can cause you a lot of problems. Also, it's a good idea to have several different sets of pairs of scissors here so that you can keep, when you get into working with the embryos, you can keep the embryos fairly clean. Okay, once you're through the fur, go ahead through the fascia and the muscle layers. These are fairly deep, so don't worry too much about hitting stuff underneath. Okay, I'm still not through all the muscle. You'll get some hemorrhaging in this, but uh, mostly it's just from blood that's laying around. All right, now we can see the embryos laying in the uterus. There'll be two wings to this, which you can take out very easily. Take a pair of scissors and sever them from the mother. Again, try to keep as much off here as you possibly, as much of this fur away as you possibly can, as it'll aid you later on. Now we have the embryos out. We have one, two, three, four, five, six embryos here that are usable. And now we can go on to the dissection out of the embryos. As you can see now, we have the embryos out. And you must proceed rather rapidly at this point as the work we're, type of work we're doing, it's of the utmost importance to have very little change occur in the embryo and in the tooth buds. So first, we can cut the uterus in half between a pair of the embryos. And then, at one embryo at a time, can be more or less milked out of the uterus. These embryos are pretty much going to be still alive while we're working on them here. Sometimes you have to get a hole made for them to come out of, but then they'll pretty much just pop right out on the table for you. Okay, here we have one right here. The first thing to do so as to terminate any aggravation or pain these animals have is to decapitate them. Now the animal is 
essentially pretty much dead and isn't going to feel any pain. If you were doing num numerous dissections, in other words, if you were going to work with all of these embryos, you'd want to take these, the heads out immediately, put them in a Hanks balanced salt solution, which that was uh, soaking in ice, so as to make sure that very little change occurs from here. For this dissection today, uh, I'll just proceed with the next step of the technique. Back in the lab now, you'd dissect out the mandible and the maxilla. Since with rabbit, we have two incisors that are usable in the mandible and the maxilla. This is the basic reason we've changed uh, from the mice, which only have two incisors in the mandible, to the rabbit. The procedure is rather simple again. A simple cut through the temporomandibular joint area and then severing off the mandible. Small scissors are most convenient here and you can start to see where a lot of the fur can get you in trouble. All right. Here is the mandible which we've cut out. It still has the tongue on top of it and the tongue has to be removed and then the, man the mandible cut in half. Okay, now we have the tongue off. Just the mandible remains. The mandible is now severed in half. And the two halves are placed in Hank's Balance Salt Solution, pH 7.2, and cooled with water until you're prepared to do the microscopic dissection. To dissect out the maxilla is, again, relatively easy. A small pair of scissors is used and a cut made from just above the temporomandibular joint area around to the nasal area. You're essentially dissecting out the maxilla and the palate. Here we have the maxilla, and once again, so as to work with one tooth at a time, and to preserve our tissue and be most efficient, we'll cut the maxilla in half down the, down the center. Make sure you go right down the center in the anterior area or you're liable to chop off the end of your incisors. Now we have the two halves which we place in Hank's Balance Salt Solution until we're ready to go to the microscopic dissection, which again should be as rapidly as possible. We now proceed to the dissection which is normally done under a microscope. Here we're going to do it without the microscope through TV magnification. Also you'd be doing this dissection in the Hanks Balance salt solution at about 4 degrees centigrade. In other words, keep the solution on ice until you're ready to do the dissection. The stored, in this case, half of the mandible is, will be in the solution here and you will pick it apart using either small micro forceps, which we have here, or if you wish, you can use a tungsten micro needle. This needle is made with tungsten wire, which is obtainable at the physics stores, and it is fused into a glass rod, which is available at chem stores. The wire is then placed in a propane or butane torch flame and heated, the tip heated, to a whitish hot 
it'll melt and burn away and form a very sharp tip. This one is very dull compared to what is possible from this technique. It makes a very efficient instrument for cutting tissue, for working with very small tissue, such as the tooth buds that we're going to be working with. The first procedure thing we have to do now is to tear away some of this soft tissue surrounding the mandible. This can be done pretty much haphazardly with the exception that you must not destroy the tooth, which is at this end. This is the labial end of the jaw. It's helpful if you have a firm grasp somewhere. Now, this you don't always have to completely clean off the jaw to get to the tooth. We've exposed it already in this case. You can see a small point of red right at the end of the needle. That is the incisal end of the tooth. And if I'm very careful here in teasing apart the rest of the tissue, we should be able to get it out. And when you're working in a solution, this tooth, that tooth will just literally float right out of here, right out of this mess, and you'll be in business. Okay, here we have the tooth exposed, and you're not, at this magnification, I don't think you're going to be able to see too much of it. This technique is also useful, as I've just found very recently, for removing the molar teeth. For this technique, for molar tooth removal, I would suggest using 25-day uh, rabbits if you want to work with basement membrane. I think you can obtain quite a bit of the material from these tissues, but you would have to do a very, very careful dissection of the basement membrane from the calcified uh, coronal part of the tissue. I thought we might have a molar in here also, but we don't. So now we can proceed to the microscope and show exactly how to get out just the basement membrane. We have our 25-day rabbit tooth bud. It's in Hank's Balanced Salt Solution at pH 7.2 and 4 degrees centigrade again. As you can see, we have the incisal tip. We have the papilla remaining within the tooth bud. And approximately right here, we have the cervical loop region, which is where the enamel epithelium ends. It's the pulpal most extension of the coronal portion of the tooth at this time in development. What we have to do now is simply to separate the mesenchyme from the epithelium. 
This is done simply by grabbing the incisal end with a, with a forceps and grabbing the pulpal end with a forceps and giving a slight tug. You must make sure you have a firm grasp, otherwise you'll shred the pulp and you'll just have something you can't work with very well. We now have the papilla, which is this portion. It is completely free of any epithelial attachment within the, where the coronal portion of the tooth was at. <coughs> this can be froze dried or used in any other way for any chemical analysis you would like or can also be placed in tissue culture with medium 199 at pH 7.2 and a fetal calf serum supplement and you'll get very nice mesenchymal monolayers growing. Here we have the coronal portion of the tooth. As you can see, calcification extends approximately this far apically by the dark halo within the coronal portion. At the cervical end, you'll notice a slight radiolucence, a slight uh, area that you can see through rather easily. It's more translucent. This is the basement membrane area. The calcification has not progressed any further than this. And it is, has only the outer enamel epithelium and the inner enamel epithelium attached to it. It's a rather simple matter now to just uh, take a pair of dissection scissors, which are very small and very sharp, and to clip this cervical loop area off, followed by 15 seconds of sonification. And in our lab, we've found that we have to also use about a minute of osmotic shock in order to get this completely clear of cells. This is where our technique differs from Dr. Slavkin's technique in that he only uses sonification. We have not yet received the final data from our electron micrographs as to just how acellular we can get the material. However, Dr. Slavkin has found in his lab that the material is very acellular and has no remnants of the cells left on it, either epithelial or mesenchymal. If you're doing chemical analysis, you can simply take this uh, coronal portion, subject it to osmotic shock for about a minute, and then do ultrasound to remove any remaining fragments of uh, cells. 15 seconds of this is sufficient. And you have essentially the basement membrane attached to the calcified portion of the coronal tooth. For chemical analysis then, this was lyophilized and then homogenized. And for example, on an RNA extraction, the salts, the calcium salts will simply come out in the wash and you'll be able to have uh, your purified RNA. This is about the end of the technique. As you can, have you seen, it's a very simple technique. 
and it's something that doesn't require very much practice, just a little bit of patience. You've been listening to a presentation from the University of Michigan School of Dentistry, which is dedicated to supporting open learning and open educational resources. This recording is licensed under the Creative Commons. It may be reused and redistributed for nonprofit use. Please attribute materials to the University of Michigan School of Dentistry and redistribute under this same license. For more information on how this and other University of Michigan School of Dentistry recordings may be used, visit www.dent.umich.edu/license.